Today we're talking about the five reasons why INFJs get so ridiculously underestimated. Being underestimated isn't unique to INFJs, but the difference is that even though INFJs continue to show up, they continue to create amazing results in their life or at work or in their friendship groups, whatever it may be, people keep on underestimating them and way more than we sort of see with other people. So today we're going to talk about the five reasons why this is the case, if this is something we would want to change even, and if we did, how we would do that. Before we get started, I wanna remind you if you haven't done this so far to download the poster on the INFJ Epic Life Formula. And if you wanna take it to the next level and you say, now is my time, I'm starting fresh, I want that INFJ Epic Life, then get the INFJ Epic Life audio guide. Everything you need to know, you can find in the links in the description. Reason number one why INFJs get so ridiculously underestimated is because INFJs don't care to brag. And this is really typical for INFJs. This is not something, oh, nobody really likes to brag. It isn't in our DNA and isn't in our cognitive, you know, system. Because if you brag, there's always this notion of, I want other people to get impressed by what I'm doing. And if you act and say things in order to brag, in order for people to recognize what you've been able to do, then there's always some emotional payout. And other types seem to feel that way more than we do. So if we would say what we have achieved, there isn't really a reaction that is happening within our system. We might say, yeah, it's good that people know this, but in the end, it doesn't really make us feel better. And the reason for this is because we are already that person who has achieved these things. We don't need that ego push. For other people, sometimes it is, okay, I'm going to get that ego push or I'm going to feel good about myself, because of how other people perceive me. And that's why the bragging comes in, sometimes consciously, sometimes subconsciously, but it comes out some way. That's not how INFJs think. If we have already achieved something that we wanted to achieve and we're proud of that, we have become that person. We have internalized that. So in that moment, we don't need some kind of justification from the outside world that we are that person because we already believe that. We already live it. And guess what? When you don't brag, when you don't have it in your system one way or another, people are just not going to know what you have accomplished. And so therefore, they're going to underestimate you. Reason number two why INFJs get so ridiculously underestimated is because we're long-term visionaries. Meaning, when we set out to do something, we're not going to see the results the next day. We're probably not even going to see them the next week, but we're definitely going to see them in five years. And if you are somebody who has long-term vision, if you're somebody who creates amazing things in the long run, those things change your life. They will change the way people perceive you five years from now. But the people who look at you today, they're not going to be the same people that you meet in five years. Or even if they are, this is such a long time that people are not aware of the changes. Looking back at it, they will recognize, oh, okay, this is who you are. And you know, I have some kind of respect for you for what you've achieved today but they won't remember the fact that you set out this intention, that you were somewhere completely different and you were able to achieve what you've achieved today. 
So therefore, they won't really look at you and say, oh, he or she has been able to achieve this within like the last five years. So I completely believe that they will be able to achieve something greater in the next five years. It just isn't in their mind that you have been able to do what you have done. Because as I said, this is not an overnight success story. It is something that is developed over a long period of time. And so people forget where you have been. And so they won't be able to say, okay, I know where that person is going to go either. Reason number three, why INFJs get so ridiculously underestimated is because INFJs see more potential in others than they see in themselves. And that's the way we act towards others. We believe that people are able to do what we have done or even more so. We naturally go through life and look at a person and see everything that they could be, everything that they could achieve, and we become their biggest cheerleaders. And if we start acting this way, you know, guess what? People will think we look up to them. We think they have achieved something amazing and we wished we were like them because most people are not able to be that kind of cheerleader. They're not able to push people so much, to give so much love because that would in one way or another diminish how they feel about themselves. Again, we're looking at it again from the perspective of if I'm being nice to you, if I'm being kind to you, if I'm pushing you, if I'm seeing your potential, if I'm being your biggest cheerleader, I act from a deeper core. I act from a very genuine place and it comes from this place of you know, I see what you've accomplished and I can recognize that. And I know that I'm good with who I am because I have, you know, self-assurance and I know who I am and what I'm going through and where I'm going. And so therefore I can see what you can do too. But guess what? People are not used to that. If people look at them and say, good job, you're amazing, I'm so proud of you, they automatically assume, oh, that person is looking up to me. They think I'm doing something that they would never be able to do. Because mostly when people say something like that to them, which is where to begin with, then it's somebody who's looking up to that person big time. INFJs are not like this. We're able to stand in our own light, to appreciate where we're at, what we've accomplished, and look at the other person and also appreciate them. Reason number four why INFJs get ridiculously underestimated is because we want to let others shine. And this is something different than seeing another person's potential. Like when it comes to potential, it's all about, oh, okay, I look at what you're able to do and I'm going to push you, I'm going to be there, I'm going to encourage you. When it comes to the fact that we want to let others shine, this has a lot to do with dimming our own light. Very often, we don't want to put ourselves in the limelight. We don't want to put attention onto us because that would diminish the attention the other person would get. And we as INFJs, we just have this in us. We want to see other people happy. It makes us happy. We experience happiness so often through other people. So if we're able to make them shine, if we're able to allow them to be their best selves, then, you know, we feel good about ourselves. And very often we think the best way to do that is to kind of dim our own light because if we shine too brightly, then they won't be able to, you know, shine on their own. They won't have the courage to step out of their own shadows and so on and so forth. Of course, this is not a healthy approach because in the end, you're not the only person in their life, right? There is going to be a moment where you're not going to be there and they still have to find that power in them. Generally speaking, of course, we do that 
from a very good intention, right? We want to do that because we want to show people you got this and you can do this without me as well. But again, you know, one of the things that happens when we do this is people completely underestimate us because if you go through life and your default state is to dim your light, of course, people are not going to be able to know what you're capable of. Reason number five, why INFJs get so ridiculously underestimated is because when we achieve something, we achieve it outside the box. The box that I'm talking about is, you know, the social realm that we're living in. And every single one of us lives in a different kind of box, of course, but there is this overall notion of, you know, you're doing things that are in the general, you know, accepted area and everything that steps out of that is outside of the box. And we as INFJs, like want to do things that are out of the box because those things that are within the box are just defined to be there. It is called a box for a reason, right? It makes you move within the system and the rules that apply to that system. And people very often don't feel like they can step out of it. We as INFJs, we've experienced this very often where we meet somebody and we just say, okay, if you would just step out of that box, if you would just be real, you know, we could connect on a deeper level. You could achieve so much, you know, in your life, but people are not able to do that because it would just make them too vulnerable. They have to play within those set of rules within that box in order to feel, you know, included, in order to feel connected to other people. We as INFJs by default live outside of that box. Very often we feel we have to play within that box in order to have any kind of connection, but you know, that's not the case. But the truth of the matter is once we say, I'm going to tap into my potential, I'm going to achieve, you know, things out of the ordinary, they're always going to be outside of that box. They might be perceived as something good, but for most people, it will always seem like, oh, you've just given up on society and you moved to a deserted island. <laughs> that kind of energy very often is connected to INFJs once they achieve something great. And that can be, you know, a lot of financial success. This can be family. This can be, you know, like moving and living where we want, whatever it may be, but it will always have the connotation of, okay, this is outside of the box. If, you know, an INFJ achieves a lot of money, then it's by doing something that is very uniquely to the INFJ. It's nothing that, you know, society in general thinks of, oh, that is the cool thing to do, you know? And so there's so many examples of this, but you'll see that INFJs in general, once they really do something that is extraordinary, it will always be outside of, you know, a certain norm because that's actually where we shine. So if we want to tap into our potential, if we want to create something, you know, we have to be aware of it will be outside of the reservation. We have to come to terms with it. Just keep in mind, you know, just as a little side note, you don't have to give up on connection, but it will feel like it in the beginning, right? Because you have to give up playing the role that you always played within the system in order to say, okay, I'm finding my way outside of the system. And through that, you will connect with other people on a different level and, you know, on different realms. It will be exciting, but it will be a transition for sure. So now that we talked about the five reasons why INFJs get so ridiculously underestimated, you know, the question arises, what are we going to do with that? Are we going to be okay with it? Do we want to change it? 
You know, and my approach is you don't have to change it at all because people will always underestimate your potential. People will not recognize what you're able to do. People will not be able to, you know, pick your brain, to be aware of everything you got to offer. And it still doesn't have to be something that is a problem because if you continuously prove to yourself that you can achieve more and you can achieve the things that are important to you, you're going to get so happy with how your life is turning out that you just won't care about it. People will recognize on some level, oh, this is where you add, this is what you're able to do right now, but they will never really care that much to begin with. I mean, that's not even an INFJ thing. Like most of the time, you know, people don't care enough about anything outside of them. And it's not even because people are bad or mean. It's just because we all have our, you know, issues and we all have our challenges and we're so focused on creating a better life for ourselves you know, that we can't really see outside of that. And even you as an INFJ, if you say, well, but I look out at how other people are feeling, how they're doing, you know, we're still looking at it from our lens. We're still looking at it from the lens of, I want to help that person that will also make me feel good. And so we have to be honest with ourselves that even we looking out to help others, in the end, it always comes to the point of how does that make me feel? Because if you really look at it, in so many cases, we're helping people and it makes us feel good but it turns out that we were just enabling them and so my whole thing is keep creating new results for yourself keep achieving keep striving and in a way that makes you excited about life not about like oh other people are going to think that is you know success like to this day I have people in my life who don't know what I've achieved, who don't know at what level I'm at. And I really don't care anymore because I've come to terms with the fact that if I wanted people to recognize what I do and how I do, I would have to play on their playing field. And I just don't. That's just not where I shine. That's not where my zone of genius is. And that's not where the zone of genius of INFJs in general is. It, that doesn't mean that you can't become somebody that, you know, is excited about a pursuit that is popular. But if you really look at it, it will always have some unique twist to it. It will always have something that isn't so mainstream and that's totally fine. And the more you recognize this, the more you stop waiting for others to appreciate what you got going on and you recognize, oh, okay, people might underestimate me, but I know exactly who I am and I know what I've achieved and I'm proud of what I'm doing and how I'm moving forward. Then you'll have amazing fun on this ride and everything else will just become like this side thing going on and you won't really be aware of it anyway. Remember, if you want some more guidelines, how to get that process started or how to fuel it, you know, to live your INFJ epic life starting today, then definitely download the free poster on the INFJ epic life formula. If you want to know more about the material, if you want to understand it deeply so you can apply it in your day-to-day -day life, if you want some exercises, some assignments, things that will just really change your perspective on your life and make you move forward, then get the INFJ epic life audio guide today. Everything you need to know you can find in the links in the description. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video of the five reasons why you should never cross an INFJ.